You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We have just come off a very, very strange basketball game. Boy, was that weird. 115-111 the final, and the Bulls beat a really, really bad and hurt Washington Wizards team at home. That was seven-eighths of about as bad a basketball game as I've ever seen. And then about six minutes of just just chaos that was tremendously entertaining. I wish it, would, it all was that much fun. When it was 8-7 to seven in the first quarter... I said, this game sucks. <laughs> yeah, and, I, 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 and I knew it. I felt it running through my body. Yep. That, that game just felt bad. You, you look at Washington. They almost missed the rim on their first 10 or 15 three-point attempts. They couldn't get close to the net. Well, It was sad. Had- and the Bulls still almost lost to that team, missing three, and they were missing three key players, and you almost lost? They were missing Bradley Beal, Rui Hachimura, and DeLon Wright. And granted, the Bulls were missing all five Javante Greens, so that, yes. uh, that obviously makes a difference. But I, you wonder where this would have been had the Wizards actually made free throws. We or threes. About, or three. Well, I'm just saying even free throws, even, even what you're expecting to make. Just It was a bad game all the way around. The Bulls were bad. The, the opponent was bad. The officials were horrendous on both ends of the floor. It was unwatchable. I, well, we no, but we w- watched it. We, wa- for, we watched it. We watched it. For You're welcome, guys. Hours. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. We, we did this for you. <laughs> You're welcome. For a good two hours, I, it, it made me not like basketball, and it made my eyes hurt, and it made my ass hurt. And then everything <laughs> went fine when, when all the jumpers started raining. And so DeMar DeRozan, after he left the court early, I thought he was sick. And then he came back, and he couldn't hit a shot, and I thought he had the flu or something. He ends up with 27. Zach Levine, a resurgent night. I believe I got the numbers here, 25, and Vucevic also with 25. So what that means is 77 of their 115 were their best three players. And even against a bum that's a step in the right direction. Yeah, that's what they need out of their three best players if they're going to try to win something. And obviously, role players are going to have to play a part. They're going to have to do their job. And yeah, Javante's hurt. And that makes me very, very, very upset. But they need to get those three guys going consistently. I think consistency is 
arguably the most important thing in any sport, and especially with this Bulls team, because over the past couple of seasons, they have been, in Billy Donovan's words, consistently inconsistent. And I don't like that. I don't think anybody likes that. But if this is a step in the right direction, if this is a start of the new era of the 2022-23 Chicago Bulls, I mean, even though it started on a very crappy game, I'd like it to start somewhere. Yeah, I'd slow your roll on that looking at this. Because, I mean, I was it's hard to draw conclusions from six minutes of action that made you feel better after all the other action was just, just enough to take the life out of you. And it's rare to look at a recent Bulls box score and see all the starters in plus territory to see the actual starting lineup do that well. And I thought they were going to boat race this team. I did. And maybe I think the Bulls are better than other people think they are. But but coming home, knowing what they have to prove, we, we can look at this game as they, they avoided the loss, right? It, it would have yeah. been a, a right. The loss was a disaster. The loss would have been low point of the season. We're talking in absolute sense of, of fear and loathing. And to avoid that, to not have lost is a is immensely meaningful for this team. So that's great. But in this stretch, why was a loss in the picture? It shouldn't be. No, it 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 just shouldn't be. It's it's not good. It's just not good to have to fight against this team to have to get excited over a Vooch corner three to go up by one with three minutes left. However long that was, you shouldn't have to get excited over this. They should be up by 17. Now, the reason was 19 turnovers. DeMar DeRozan Zach, turned it over. Zach Levine, too. Yeah. Zach had six, and DeMar turned it over five times and a couple times in really ugly fashion. In when, consecutive possessions, too. That's when Denny Avdia sort of cut him off, and he yeah. ended up landing with the basketball. With some of those, to have two travels like that in a, in a season for him, let alone in a game, let alone on back-to-back possessions, and he... He found it when he needed to find it, and the Bulls hit three-point field goals on four straight possessions. This thing all got crazy with about six minutes left. But what I was going to say before about this particular home stretch for them, where, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's there's this game against an outmanned Wizards team that doesn't look like it can win without, without the, the guys that they need, maybe even with them. Then it's the Mavs, who are good, but also inconsistent and, and beatable. Then they have the Atlanta Hawks, who have their own problems between their star player and their coach. And then two against the Knicks in a row at home, which seems odd. But I have yeah, that right. Don't it's I? not normal. Usually if they have a back-to-back against the same team, it would be uh, different cities each night. Home and home, right? Yeah, that, that's, I, th- I think, that, that's weird. What Gaffer did to them was terrifying. And... You, we all we all this talk about rim protection, rim protection, rim protection for them. AK traded him. Yeah, and he signed a contract that is probably he, he, he's probably overpaid for what he does. How much is he making? I, wasn't it like a seventy million dollar deal of some kind? He, he signed some insane amount of money. But the and Drummond's making three million uh, a year. But I mean, you see what what Drummond got done to him? Yeah. He can't move, man. He can't move. Not compared to Gafford. And I also think that Dragic has not been the same since the shoulder injury. It's mm. I don't know what, what what's age and what's injury. Yeah. I think as as a scorer, I think it's he's been a little bit off. However, as a playmaker, 
three years, forty million for Gafford. That was uh, Rick Camp, our producer, Thanks, putting Rick. in was- our uh, putting it being our research guy as well as well as our producer. So I my dad does that a little bit better than I do. So uh, I kind of did that on the fly. That was not rehearsed. Um, I need to learn from the pro that is Dan Bernstein, yeah. even regardless of how much I dislike him. But <laughs> it's an interesting turn of phrase in that regard, but thank you. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, no, no worries. The, the, I, I don't think Daniel Gafford on this team, because he's also, he's, he, he's not really a rim protect. He's a rim runner. He, well, he, he packed Io when he got fouled. That was, yeah, I was bad. I had one nice little stretch there and he was, he wasn't any good tonight either. I'll tell you though, we were debating this just as we were walking downstairs and setting up, even with DeRozan 27 and Zach 25 and, and Vooch 25, even with all that, there is a and sort of an academic argument to be made that Alex Caruso was the most valuable bull on the floor. Yeah. And that's knowing that he took, did he only take one three and he missed it? It was back rim yep he only took one three and he was the most valuable player on the floor yes the big three did play well or at least they scored but when you're when the most valuable player is only shooting one three i don't think that's enough to be a good team or a contending team you can't you can't have your best player put up five points yes he had nine assists and four steals he had five points, and he was still the most important player on the floor. Well, well that's how I look. I'm, I'm not. I, I don't think it damns them that he's that good. But the problem is, when he's not out there, it just shows on on their defense. Then he was credited with four steals, and I think he could have been given more just because of the number of deflections that he had, where he allowed someone else to come away with a steal. The Bulls had eleven steals, and I don't have all the numbers right in front of me, and I'm sure there are advanced metrics that uh, that could show this that that uh, will be available. But if you had a, a a way of determining your deflections that lead to somebody getting steals, I would say he was involved in probably twice as, as many steals as he was actually credited. And that in a game like this, when all those possessions mattered and just staying in it and staying in it and staying in it and avoiding the loss, of course he led the bulls in plus minus in 32 minutes. He was a plus 17. That's very high. And they won by four points. So if he is a plus 17, and if they don't have him, they, they lose. lose that game lose, by yeah. a significant margin. And he doesn't always fill up the box score, but he he has an impact on everything that they do. He's more of a point guard than Iodesumu. He's Agreed. more of a point guard than Kobe White. He Agreed. can, regardless of how how average. He is offensively, except for passing, he's not He's not a good offensive player. He's just not. He's obviously a fantastic defender. But if he's the point guard that they need to be on the floor in order for them to beat this Wizards team, that scares me. Let me ask this question then. Okay. 
are we more concerned? Is is our ongoing concern about the Bulls more fortified by the first seven eighths of this game, or is it mitigated by the final eighth of this game? That no, I, not I, at all. Okay, I I don't think so. The only real positive thing that I saw in the first, let's say seven eighths, because for some reason you, you, you love saying seven eighths. All right. I guess, cause it splits the fourth quarter. It splits every quarter into two and you get the one half of the fourth quarter and you do your little math. You've been getting ready for the ACTs. Haven't you? Uh, you're, you're funny. This is going to be, this is going to be on there. Okay. You have your graphing calculator. So, yeah. It's, okay. You might, you might need it. If I do all these complicated fractions, like quarters and eighths, I know, making, I know I'm making it really difficult on you. Yeah, I know you are. But <laughs> this is what it's like to live with this man. Yeah. See, that that's that's two of those. You'll you only get you only get one more of those. Or what was I even talking about again? Caruso? Kind of, we, were, we were talking about Caruso and his value. We were answering the question of are we more alarmed? Oh. Are we more alarmed by the only oh yeah, the, the only good thing that I saw come out of the first seven eights of the game. <laughs> The only good thing I saw come out of the first seven eighths it was uh, Patrick Williams' first half. Mm. I liked what I saw. He went on that stretch and he had a couple of dunks, although that one set, both were set up by Caruso, but the, the nutmeg pass, was that was pretty sweet. The first one was a, we, it was a Euro step into a one-legged dunk. That's not normal. You don't see that. Patrick, he's really, 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 really physically gifted. He did it with grace, too, because it doesn't look like he's ever trying. He just stepped around Corey Kispert, changed direction, and lifted off of that foot and dunked it. It's definitely been done before, but I can't recall anything. I mean, like Giannis does it. That, that, that's something he's, that... He's seven feet tall, and right. his his arms are crazy long. Patrick Williams has long arms, but not like Giannis. And let's, let's stop the uh, Patrick Williams... Giannis Antetokounmpo comparisons real I did, quick. I was not making the comparison. I know, I, I know even, the easy one had been Kawhi Leonard when when they were talking about what he could be because of body type yeah. and the way he grabs rebounds and all that, but I'm not there yet either. The other thing on my note for something to like uh, late in the game, and it was Zach, but it wasn't a shot that he made. And I, I thought for sure he was going to shoot it when Vooch had it in the post. He, he fed Vooch in the post. Zach was on the right wing, fed Vooch. Vooch kicks it out. Defense comes over. Vooch kicks it out to Zach. So I'm thinking, of course he's going to shoot it. He's he's hot as hell. He's having a great quarter. He's feeling it, and he didn't. Yeah, he reposted. And he didn't. And he he he, and he allowed Vooch to repost. Depending on matchup, the recognition. He's he is a more willing feeder of the post to Vooch by far than DeRozan is. DeRozan like doesn't like to feed it to anyone. You see Patrick in the corner open all the time. Regardless, I say regardless too much. As long as it's not irregardless, I don't care. Irregardless, regardless, regardless, irregardless. But yes, fine. But let me finish. This is a common theme in all of the episodes. You don't let me finish my sandwiches. I'll turn my mic off. Finishing I don't know. My, my brain is fried you, from studying you, you the, the weather or you've been, you've been studying too much. That's what happens. I think it's all of the above, but, and Dan Bernstein, all roads, all yep. roads lead back to being my fault. But I don't, I don't like seeing Patrick in the corner all the time, 
but DeMar never passes to him no matter how open Patrick is. And last season, it's it was seeming like DeMar would take him under his wing and do all this stuff. And I guess he has a little bit. I'm, he took it, him out to it, L.A. Right. I'm I'm more saying on the on the court mentoring him, but he he did a little bit of that with Io as well. I just want to see him give the ball up to these guys every once in a while. Trust trust the people around you. I know you're Demar Derozan. I know you're probably a Hall of Fame player, and I know you're a really good individual scorer. That's a fact. Even though it's all twos, he is a really good scorer. Give the ball up every once in a while, please. I, uh, I want to I want to see other people doing things and doing what they can to help the Bulls. DeMar DeRozan is not the future of the Bulls team. Yeah, but this is a win-now arrangement. He's, he's not there to develop anybody. I, I, I think okay, you're fine. Point, Maybe it's more to establish a culture. Your point's well taken. Yes. I, I think it just it means they, they're in need of a real point guard. They're in need of, of, of quarterback. They're in need of someone on the floor to do what Caruso's doing on defense for them offensively, which they simply don't have.